Hi, and welcome to another episode. Um, I don't know, I've, I'm, like, in such a weird mood, but I know I should probably, like, do a podcast, even if it's just, like, 15, 20 minutes. Just because I still don't know when my therapist is going to get back, and rather than have, like, these things bubbling up or holding them in, I'm just, you know, it's, like, my way of getting them out. Even if I'm just speaking into the void. And I don't know. It's like. There's certain stuff that. I guess are serious. But then there's some that aren't. You know it's like the heavy and the light. And But anyways. The other day I was like. Trying to record these notes. Voice notes on Twitter. And I. And. I just saved them to my draft because, like, what I was saying was four voice notes long. And I think, like, each voice notes can be up to, like, two minutes or something. So I kind of just, like, rambled. But also I thought it was just, like, such... I don't know. I felt like they captured this certain mood that I'm always trying to capture. And it was just, like, so light and very, like revealing of who I was or who I am in general and that's how I kind of want people to think of me all the time even though I'm not like that all the time and I'm like just bummed out that like I didn't get to I mean I try to save them they were in my drafts for a while but then I think even when you like I kept trying to tweet like publish them or whatever but like Twitter was like no no So then I just kept thinking, maybe if I connect to Wi-Fi, they'll finally, like, post. But once I was, like, connected to Wi-Fi, they wouldn't. And then I, like, was trying to get out of them. And I just hit X instead of, like, saving them. I don't... There's a specific way to, like, leave a draft in the drafts folder. And I didn't do it the right way. And they just erased. Because I didn't... I don't remember actively hitting erase or anything like that. But yeah, now they're gone and I'm kind of bummed because there's like so much stuff like that that I like lose. And I don't know. And just like yesterday, I had to delete like over 2000 photos, which were mostly just kind of pointless photos I had in my um, folder sitting there. Cause I'm just like a full, photo hoarder you know like I always take so many photos and I'm like I'm gonna need this someday or like I can just look back and remember and then I never do you know and then it's sitting there forever and then there's even like photos of myself that I take and I'm like I hate these photos and I never delete them even though I should and they're just like sitting there and I I just like get annoyed every time I see them I don't know, it's just, like, a whole mess. Like, I need to be more organized. But anyways, in those voice notes, I was just, like, joking around. Or not really, but I was, like, speaking lightly of, like, being the side chick and not a homewrecker. Because essentially, like, yes, I've been the side chick. But I'm, like, when I thought about it, I was just, like, like, it came to me that I've never really been a homewrecker. Like, some people might call me that, but every, like, 
side chick scenario or situation I put myself into, I've like always gone into a situation where like it was already wrecked, you know, like this relationship was already rocky, like one or both had have already been you know, one or both people in the relationship have been feeling unsatisfied, unfulfilled, unhappy. And either both of them are cheating or they've, like, opened up their relationship or just one person is, like, a serial cheater. And, like, there's no genuine honesty in that relationship. And I just, like, think your partner doesn't really know you at all because you're, like, hiding parts of yourself, you know? So it's, like, how good is that relationship anyway? It's, like, I don't know. It's debatable. And, like, even if it's not really my business, you know, I don't really try to, like, pry or insert myself or, like, cause any more damage in those kind of situations. Like, I I am actively trying to avoid getting involved with anyone who is in a relationship. Nowadays, and even, like, people in open relationships or into polyamory, I kind of just avoid it because I'm, like, I kind of want more, you know. Like, I don't necessarily want to share someone, even if I am. Like, you know, it's just, like, not as appealing. But whatever, like, you never know who's going to come your way and what you might be open to at the time, you know. Anyways, aside from all that, I... I literally was just like, yeah, like, I've never really actually wrecked a home or anyone's relationship because it was already, like, I've walked into what was the ruins, you know, like, post-apocalyptic ruins of a relationship, radioactive stuff, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I, basically, I put myself at risk of whatever was around negative vibes, bad energy, trauma, dishonesty, mistrust, all that negativity, you know. And I think, like, it's important for people to, like, really think about that when getting involved with someone who isn't, like, either available because of their relationship status, so then you have to sneak around with them, or... They're just emotionally unavailable, you know. Like, it's never a good thing. Even if you just think it's a one-night thing, I'm just having fun, I didn't know, whatever. It can still follow you back, you know. Because I think the majority of people who do unintentionally hook up with someone who is cheating on their significant other, no matter how serious or new or whatever, like, you just feel like, a moment of like guilt or like confusion because it's like why did why did this happen to me or like why do I have to be this person who like did this you know and it's not like devastating or whatever but like I have definitely been I've felt devastated before like recently I hung out with this guy not recently but like Right before Christmas, like a few days before Christmas, the week of, I think like Christmas was Friday or Saturday this last year, I reconnected with someone who I've known since I've been 14 years old. 
And I'm not going to give his name away, so I'm just going to, like, give him a nickname. I, like, I'm just going to give him a alias or whatever. Let's put him in the witness protection. Not that I'm trying to protect him or, like, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, I can, I, I guess it wouldn't be a big deal if I, like, put his name out there. But I also just want to be respectful because I don't have his permission. And I think if I were to try and get his permission, he would just be like, no, don't do that. But it's, like, very conflicting. I'll go, I'll get into it. But anyways, let's call him Kel, uh, Kel, no, that's so dumb. Oh my God, I should have already had something prepared. Hmm. Let's just call him Kyle. Kyle, that's fine. Just Kyle. Okay, so like, I met Kyle. I didn't physically meet him, but like, I knew of Kyle freshman year of high school. One of my friends who I was in class with, and I essentially grew up with her. Like, we went to elementary school together, middle school, and now we were in high school together. She was dating this guy, Kyle, and he was from a town about an hour away at the time. We lived an hour away from him. And, like, you know, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but then the way my friend talked about him, Austin, her name's Austin. The way Austin talked about him, she was just like, head over heels, you know, and I, and I, and at the time, like, cell phones were still kind of new to us, not, or, like, not all of us had cell phones, but, like, Austin was always getting in trouble, and her mom would take her phone away, so she was, like, going to school and using other people's phones to text him, you know, so this is how it happened, like, she used my cousin's phone to text him one day, and then his phone his phone number stayed in that, in my cousin's phone. And then one day I was like, we were, I guess I, I went over to my cousin's after school one day and then I had his phone for whatever reason. And I don't remember if I was snooping or not, but I found, I saw the messages and I asked him about it. And I was like, who are these messages to? And he was just like, oh, the, Austin used my phone to text her boyfriend or whatever. And, like, he's been texting me. And I, you know, I was like, what? So you guys are also having a conversation? And, you know, like, I got suspicious because, like, there's, like, questions where it was, like, regarding sexuality and, like, whether someone was confused or not or whatever. And so I was just like, what are you guys, but you guys are talking about something like totally, like I was just, like they were just talking about their sexualities and whether they knew or not for sure if they were straight or bisexual or whatever. And you know, my cousin, I'm not going to name him either, but he's bisexual. Like he hasn't come out, but like he has told me, he has confided in me that he's bisexual. But anyways, That's a whole totally different story. 
So, like, my cousin's flirting with this guy, Kyle, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he's dating Austin, and yes, like, Austin has seen him in person because, like, apparently the way they met is that Austin's grandma lived, like, was neighbors with um, Kevin at the, fuck, not Kevin, Kyle, Kyle at the time. (laughs) And so, like, Kyle... And Austin, you know, started talking, and then they became boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. And, you know, we're 14 years old, so, like, everything's a bigger deal than it actually is. And he's also, like, texting my cousin, and they're, like, flirting, but also having these, like, weird conversations about sexuality or whatever. And, like, other people get involved, too, like... Because Austin's being messy and using multiple people's phones to text Kevin. So, like, I guess, like, yeah, there's a few people. There's a more vari- variables added, to, And then, like, I think I might have just, like, taken Kevin's, Kyle's number. <laughs> Kyle's number. And... Yeah, like, um, and I, like, wanted to get to the bottom of things. They're like, I don't know, maybe I was jealous and I wanted, like, in on it. Because I was like, I'm the only one for sure who's, like, in the LGBTQ right now. Like, I'm out. Like, I don't get, like, the privilege of secrecy here, you know? Like, why is everyone, like, wondering and questioning their sexuality in secret while I'm out and, like, lonely, you know, like, there's, like, nobody out at the time around me, and I wanted to, like, make other LGBTQ friends, like, I wanted other LGBTQ peers, I wanted a boyfriend, even, like, you know, I wanted a cute guy to flirt with, and it turns out that, like, Kyle was super cute, like, honestly, like, at the time, I was just, like, amazed with how cute he was or like I thought he was super cute he was like super tall and had you know that like Justin Bieber emo hair and like these full lips and I don't know I was just like fascinated with him even though he was like super boring but anyways um Yeah, over the years. So, like, fast forward, I don't even remember how he and Austin broke up. But it just became, like, a shit show, you know? I I think it just kind of blew up. And then, like, fast forward. Like, I want to say, like, I continue talk. I moved my freshman year, so like I moved away from my friends that I grew up with, and I was a little closer to Kyle, but not really because I was like still thirty minutes away, and now my friends were like thirty minutes away, but all my friends and Austin and everyone else, yeah, it was like an hour away, but that didn't really matter because like I still didn't meet Kyle in person. I like just I guess like became friends 
are friendly and we became friendly acquaintances who like casually talked here and there and it wasn't a big deal you know like he never sent me like full-on nudes but I did send like risque photos like I would either be in my underwear or like naked but I wouldn't fully reveal everything or you know it was just like suggestive and then he would get in trouble because apparently like his mom had some kind of like parental guidance thing where like she could screen all the incoming messages and photos he received and I every time we had conversations he would get into trouble and like I wouldn't hear from him for a few days and it was like ridiculous but like you know I get it he should have been surveil surveillance at the time because he was like a total troublemaker like he was always getting into trouble and I didn't think much of it just because I was like never fully asking him about his life or all the details going on in his life and I don't know it was just like so weird at the time to be in high school and be like this LGBTQ person and have someone else questioning their sexuality and being in touch with them, you know? And, like, I wish it would have... It was more than it actually was because I feel like I kind of want to romanticize it and, like, think back on it as, like, two, like, lost lovers somehow finding each other and then, like, staying in touch over the years and then finally meeting one day. But it wasn't like that. Like, we were just friendly acquaintances. Like, we flirted on and off. And as we got older, it got a little more, you know, explicit. I think, like, the most we talked was maybe my senior year of high school because I moved to Bakersfield, where I live now. And even though I was still going to school in Taft, which is, like, 30, 40 minutes away, like... Kevin had been like, oh my god, I keep giving his name away. Well, it doesn't really matter because I'm not using his last name. Anyways, Kyle, whatever. Um, like, he had been living his whole life, and I just, like, never fully knew the extent of everything that was going on. I just kind of assumed he had kind of, like, a strict mom. Like, I knew he had a stepdad, and I knew he had an older brother. And I knew he was always kind of like a troublemaker. Like he was always out and about and doing like reckless things. And I don't know, I just kind of took him as being like rough around the edges. But like I never, like we had phone calls here and there and like text conversations. And we talked over like several different apps that were popular back in the day. But I never fully got to know him, you know. I never got a full feel of who he was and everything that was going on. And it was just, like, this fascination because I envisioned him as being, like, this image of, like, this hot, cis heterosexual guy who, like, could play football and all the girls would be into him or, like, Maybe he wasn't into football and, like, I don't know. Like, he could have just been any kind type of guy. And he was just, like, a very attractive 
guy, you know, and I was just like, I wanted it to be more than it ever actually was, you know? And I think that's why I, like, kept in touch with him, because I was probably more interested in him than he was of me. And then, like, as, it's, like, kind of weird, because, like, you know, in the beginning, I was always hesitant to, like, tell people that I was trans. Because I didn't want them to lose interested interest in me. And, you know, essentially a lot of guys did. Because, you know, a lot of them would, like, label me or put me in the box of being gay or femi- a feminine gay guy. But that wasn't me. And I, like, so badly wanted guys to see me for who I was. But it was difficult. Especially because I hadn't really transitioned yet. But, like, once I did start em- embracing that I was trans and, like, I started really... F- fully presenting as myself, you know, as feminine and female. Like, I don't necessarily remember, like, Kevin saying anything about it, but, like, he did say, like, I do find trans people, like, attractive. And, I mean, I don't even remember him saying that, to be honest. But his interest in me remained, but then... Our lives just totally went to separate directions and I just lost touch with him. And then there was a few times over the years where, like, we would pick back up or try to pick back up where we had left off. But, like, it still wasn't, like, a good connection. And um. Like, what am I trying to say? Basically, that was, like, the backstory. Like, um, one day I did find out that, like, I remember when we finally did reconnect, we might have been, like, 19, 20, 21 years old, something like that. And I had found out that, like, he had fully been exploring his sexuality like he wanted to and, like, had been hooking up with like his friend who like was bisexual or whatever and they had like a threesome and there's like a lot I had missed and I was like jealous of but also like judgy about it you know but mostly because I was like jealous you know I wish it were me and not the other people but whenever like I remember at some point, like, being so interested in him that I, like, friended his friend who he, like, hooked up with. Just to, like, know more about him. And it's not like I really messaged his friend or, like, asked him about anything. But I just wanted to, like, somehow nudge myself in in that social circle, you know? But I probably could not have handled it. And I'm guessing, you know, it was just the way it, it the way it played out was the way it should have. Were just things were the way it played out was just the way things were meant to be, is what I'm trying to say. You know. And I don't know, it was just like like I'm not totally proud of the way it went, but, like, I don't think Kevin remembers everything either, and 
Like, I don't think he realized how obsessed I was, which is embarrassing. But I'm glad he didn't, because, like, yeah, I'm embarrassed. And, but also, like, if I were to own up to it and just, like, come out with the way I felt, I think he would just be like, whatever, you know, like, it's all in the past. There's nothing we can do about it now, in a sense, you know? Except, like, go forward and whatever. But anyways, like... Yeah, like, um... We met... He was, like, in my area. Because his family's still here. He was in the area for um, the holidays. And I was kind of surprised because he had been, like, here before visiting. And he, like, tried to get us to hang out, but I just didn't go through with it. And then this time I was like, okay, fine, like, let's do it. And, like, I wasn't, like, necessarily excited about it either. Like, oh, my God, it's finally happening, you know? I was like, whenever I'm going to hang out with him and... Whatever happens, happens. And so, like, I finally meet up with him. And it's crazy because, like, I'm a Taurus rising and he's a Taurus sun. And the way we just come connected in person, it was just, like, totally different from all the years of, like, texting and, like, vague communication that we had. And, like, It was just so refreshing and, like, it just brought all these feelings of, like, my initial obsession with him back up. You know, like, all the butterflies, like, the tingle, like, yeah, essentially butterflies and tingling and having, like, a crush and feeling like a schoolgirl. And that innocence, you know, that naivety, naivety, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. And. Yeah like. It was just so much easier to talk to him in person. And I feel like we just like got. One another. And our like. And we were just like in sync. And like I got his sense of humor. Right away. And he easily. Like understood. What I was trying to joke about. And how I communicated with him. And, yeah, like, we hooked up, and it was, like, super passionate, but also not, because I know, like, over the last couple years that I had been in touch on and off with him, I came to realize that, like, I don't want to call him a chaser, but, like, he essentially did become a chaser, but not, like, I guess, like, trans women became, like, a heavy kink for him, or, like, not just a preference, but, like, a huge kink. And I say that because, like, I don't, like, he's never, like, said, I want to be in a relationship with a trans woman, or, like, I mean, he has, like, he has that I want to have a girlfriend who's trans. Like, that would be hot. 
But, like, I don't know the way. Like, even if you're in sync with him, with Kyle, whatever, like, you're still never fully in sync. I feel like he keeps part of himself detached, like, regardless whether he knows it or not. And that's what I picked up on our experience that, like, he was so close yet so far away. And that's what, like, left, that's what he left with me is that feeling of him being so close but so far away. And, like, literally, like, he was railing me. Like, literally, he was, like, balls deep inside me, yet he was so far away. And, like, I just knew, like, based on his preferences and what I've seen from his, like, not say for work Twitter account, is that I just couldn't fulfill his, like, preferences. You know, like, I was just way too vanilla, way too simple. And I was just, like, not that girl who's going to do it for him. And it kind of bummed me out. But also, I was just like, hey, this is just an experience. You're meeting up with him. And it doesn't have to be anything else. Like, you don't have to be bummed out about it, et cetera, you know? Like, don't let it get you down, you know? Because it's like, is he really worth it? Probably not, you know? Is he a bad guy? No. But is he the best guy? No. And yeah, like, I guess, like, I just summed it up. The whole experience. But, like, it just bummed me to think that, like, he's going through stuff and... In a way, like, he just doesn't open up to people and let them know that there's something going on. So that they can fully connect him or, like, be there for him, you know? Because I feel like he keeps certain stuff in the dark and that's, like, eating away at him. And I just, yeah, I saw, like, the damage and the repressed. I don't even want to say trauma, but, like, I feel like he's gone through some heavy stuff, you know? And he even, like, said, when I was a teenager, all those years, like, I was really depressed. Like, he even said, I was, had heavy suicidal ideation. Like, I even attempted to commit suicide. Like, maybe once or twice. I don't fully remember. But I don't want to put words in his mouth either. But, like, that came up and it just, like, made a lot of sense and explained why Like, we fully never connected, you know, because I'm always, like, trying to go in so deep. And he's, like, very, like, standoffish. Where it's, like, you can only get to the surface with him unless he completely trusts you. And I just, like, wasn't in that position where, like, reluctantly, or he was reluctantly gonna trust me, you know, because I wasn't, like, having everyday interactions with him to break the ice and get into that zone with him. And it's not like it was my responsibility or anything like that either. Or, like, I failed him or whatever. But it just made sense why, like, there's something always amiss. Or there's, like, always a distance between us, you know? And plus, like, in the past, we were teenagers. It's not like we could have done much, you know, to be there for one another. Like, I don't even know when he first got a vehicle. But it took me forever to get a car. 
and to learn how to drive too. So it's not like I was getting around being making it easy for me to like be over at people's places and like or have anyone over, you know. And I guess like same with him. And then like he moved away and even got married. And like I didn't even know about this, but like once we had like our experience together, I looked him up on Facebook just to see if he was actually on Facebook. Cause like we did address social media and he was like, I'm not on social media. I hate it. Aside from like Twitter that he occasionally goes on or like dating apps, you know, but I was like, is he on Facebook or not? And if he is, how old is his account? Or, like, how updated? Or how recently has he updated it, you know? So I went on it, and I think, like, the last of... The last update was, like, maybe for me the year 2020. So I was like, it's not that long ago, you know? But still. And, like, I saw that there's wedding photos and, like, all these couple selfies and I was just like devastated because I was just like I really enjoyed my time with him and like I felt like there's something a you know as a connection and I wanted to explore that but now that like made me not want to more than ever because I was just like is he married or not like what's the deal and like I didn't want to, like, make it a big deal and confront him either. But I didn't feel like it was fair to just, like, assume this. Because, like, he did say, I'm not really on social media. Like, none of my stuff is even updated lately. But, like, he does have an Instagram. He does have a Facebook account. He has, like, two Facebook accounts even, I think. And it's not like he's trying to be secretive or hide anything. But, like... He has said before, like, I'm on the DL, so, like, I just don't put everything about myself out there. But I'm, like, literally, like, you have friends that are, like, LGBTQ, and, like, you advertise your friendships with them. Or, like, you make those friendships public, so, like, why would anyone be surprised that you're also in the LGBTQ community in some way, or that your sexuality is fluid, and, like, whoever you date or sleep with isn't every anyone's business but your own, you know? So it's like, why do you have to tell me that you're DL or like, I can't tell people that we've been together or whatever, you know, or that we're talking or this or that. Because like, I don't know, like, he has been one of the guys in the past who has, you know, told me like, don't tell people like that we're talking or I don't want people to know this or that about me. And instead of being respectful about it, I've just been like annoyed about it. And, you know, try to like, not necessarily, like, reveal anything or put it out there, but I just, I wasn't trying to hide anything about myself or this or that, you know? So there was just, like, disappointment and frustration, and, like, I cried about it, and I was devastated because I was like, I don't even know what's going on, but then, like, I did confront him, and I was just like, are you married or not? Like, I'm confused. And all he said was, like, he didn't even answer the question directly. Is All he said was, 
none of my social media is currently updated. So that didn't even answer my question of whether he was married or not. And so because he gave me that answer, I just decided not to even pry or like keep badgering him about it. Because I was just like, whatever, like he's back where he moved away to. Like out of state, I'm never gonna like, what are the chances I'm gonna see him again unless he's like visiting family. But like now that I confronted him about this, situation like will even want to see me again probably not you know because I feel like when you hold certain people accountable certain people that don't want to face certain aspects of the reality because that meant that means like confronting their conflict whether it's inner conflict whatever or just conflict within certain relationships you know like Some people don't want to do that because it's, like, evading the whole confrontation, you know? Some people are totally non-confrontational. And I got that vibe from Kyle. Like, I just didn't... Like, when I hung out with him, it was just so light. And he was cute and funny. And his touch, it was just, like, perfect. Like, I felt like it was almost like a glove that fit perfectly but also it was kind of like a sweaty glove you know so it was just like yes this glove fits perfectly but like was this glove is this glove sanitary or is like is this glove the glove I want to keep you know like we just weren't 100% a match and it's not like that even matters but like for some reason I'm that's what I'm thinking of it you know like we weren't just totally compatible but we were compatible in some ways. Like, I think we could be really good friends. But, like, essentially what did devastate me is because I do see him more as more than that, you know. And he's something that means something to me. Because he has been in and out of my life. And, you know, has been someone that I essentially was obsessed with in the past. And it was just, like, you know, confusing and exciting and overwhelming and underwhelming and disappointing all at the same time. And, yeah, like, I don't know, even just, like, now that we, like, finally did connect, like, I've come to realize that he has all this, like, heaviness and turmoil inside of him that, I can't necessarily help him because he has to want to work on that himself, you know? Like, I can't be the one trying to dig the bullet wound out for him, even though I want to be. Like, he has to be the one that says, hey, I'm either going to dig this bullet wound out myself or, like, dig this bullet out and get my wound to heal or I need help with this wound, you know? And that's really what it is. Like, I still think he's like a gorgeous guy and he's fun. And, but I feel like there's so much more potential to him than he realizes. And that makes me sad, you know? But also, I think some of the ways he's been hurt and whatnot, like, weren't his fault. And I don't think he knows how to deal with that either. And I think he's like, 
coped with like heavy substance abuse that like it's damaged him in some way that's like that's why it's hard for him to confront certain issues because like even one day or not one day but like the day we hung out or the night we hung out he's only like i had a really bad trip or experience with shrooms and I just, like, did way too many the first time because I didn't know you were supposed to, like, microdose or, like, take a certain amount. And that's it. I just, like, took all this huge amount. And, like, I think he even said he ended up in the hospital or something. But I was just like, whoa, like, why would you do that? And, like, who puts them- themselves in that kind of situation, you know? And... I don't know. I just like feel for him, but at the same time, I'm like longing for him. And then at the same time, like I know he's off limits. Like it's not my place. And he's just like very non communicative. Because I realize in person, it's so much easier to talk to him as opposed to like social media or even just texting. Because like I feel like. It's like pulling teeth out. You, There's all this effort for like just one little thing, you know? And it's like his, he even told me like, I hate texting. Like I hate talking to people through social media. I don't like to connect to anyone that way. Like it has to be in person for him. Because I think he prefers a genuine connection to people. Or at least, like, a human interaction face-to-face. And it's just, like, yeah, like, all the conflict I had with him over the years, and especially when we were teenagers, all made sense, you know? Because I feel like I was always, like, ready to have these, like, deep long conversations and be like so deep and intimate with him and he was just like hey bye what's up what are you doing it was always just so simple on his end and I was never so simple you know but yeah that happened and I don't know. I've been, like, hesitant to talk about it, even though I've been wanting to talk about it, just because I'm, like, doesn't matter. And even if it does, like, is it worth mentioning? You know, like, is anything worth mentioning? Like, there's just so much. I don't know, whatever. I don't know. I feel like there's more I want to say about him and the whole experience, but not really. Like, I I did, while I was sitting on top of him and, like, looking at him, there's just, I so badly wanted to take photos of him, but I, like, hesitated and I didn't. And I totally regret that because I feel like if he were to say yes, I would have had those photos and I wouldn't have even had to post them, you know? Like, it was just, like, something for me to treasure. Because, like, yes, he can send me photos himself, but, like, it's not the same. And I think he has an Android, too, so whatever. Like, 
quality would have just been off. And, like, you know, it would have been in my perspective and the way I've seen him. And I just, like, I feel like I missed a golden opportunity because, like, he there's, like, that meme where he's, like, wearing... The meme is, like, a guy who wears all... If he wears this clothes, he knows... He uses these tools. And it's, like, a flesh jack, you know, for masturbation. And, like, a bottle opener or something. And, like a vape pen or, like, a weed pen and, like, a PlayStation controller or something like that. And I feel like that was very much, like, capturing Kyle's aura or, like, vibe and personality in general, like, the surface level. Because, like, he literally showed... I picked him up and, like, he was wearing Carhartt overalls, a Carhartt jacket, and just, like, work boots. And I was like, what? Are you, this is ridiculous. Like, what are you wearing, you know? But it was also so cute. And I wish I would have taken photos of him in that, too. Because there would have just been, like, something to kick off my ex- practice of, like, photographing people. And also, it just would have captured a special moment, you know? And now it's, like, gone. And all I have is a memory that eventually will fade away. Or, like, I won't remember accurately like he does. Or whatever, like, not even accurately. But we're both going to remember it slightly different, you know, and whatever. But I do hope out of everything that he did sense that we had a connection, you know. Because, like, he did say, like, wow, I'm finally, like, getting to meet, be with you in person. And, like, I fantasize about you for so long and you're, like, beautiful and like I can't get over it and you know it was just like heartwarming and and I don't know it's just such a mix of a mix of things you know anyways so I'm just gonna go because it's getting to my time limit oh 60 seconds is my time six 60 minutes is my time limit and yeah, like the app is telling me like maximum recording time. Keep an eye on the clock. That's cute. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, like if you got in this far, thank you. And yeah, reach out to me if you want to talk about this or like have any experiences of your own, you know, like it would be cool to have a story like emailed to me. So yeah, my email is lesfiles03 at gmail.com I think that's it yeah or you know I also have sex symbol 03 at gmail.com and then there's also um what no uh, I don't need that there's I have multiple email addresses those are kind of just like my junk emails that I could use to talk to or connect to, or you can just reach out on, to me on social media if you follow me on an, an, on any other social media platform. Anyways, thank you. And yeah, like, whatever, I hope you guys are doing well.